They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking. Hey yo, survey says the Mad Madness Wrestling Podcast is back after a short, short hiatus. We would like to start on the St. Patrick's Eve. Crack one open for a day after 316. <laughs> and a swig for the bad guy. May he rest in peace. Definitely As rest in peace. As all bad guys should. Um, this past week, we lost the beloved Scott Hall. So this podcast, I'm sure we're going to have some mentions, some references, or maybe a couple of Easter eggs paying good old homage to the bad guy. We haven't been on the show since Revolution, so we're going to have a little bit of chatter. Just um, We're going to start with Revolution actually right now. Aaron, what was your thoughts on the show? Well, for rating, I'll give it, I'll, I'll give it a, sh- a showstopper. Um, a lot of it, I forgot <laughs> a, lot of my, a lot of my content for, la- for because we didn't record last week because of some circumstances. But I thought it was a really good show. I really did enjoy it. I think that might have been the best AEW show they put on and the one that I – enjoyed personally the most because a lot of it was actually more story driven than anything and we talked about a lot of things especially like Jurassic Express not being like they're forgettable tag team champions but they damn sure made you remember that night and um oh, it was, yeah. that was an excellent match I thought that was really good CM Punk and uh MJF match of the night excellent match MJF and Punk they killed it definitely we'll be talking about that match for years to yeah come. De- definitely a rivalry and match of the year candidate going forward throughout 2022. And like the main event we talked about, we were, we weren't interested in that at all that much. Um, but I thought that was even still a pretty good match. And the match I was looking forward to the most Daniel, um, Brian Danielson and John Moxley, it kind of went, it was like a match of a match of respect, even like the way it ended with the roll with the roll up, with the submission lock and lock in the same time. I thought it was like the perfect kind of way to end, actually end that match. And then kind of like, so everybody, both guys, pretty don't, don't look too bad, and the whole William Regal thing at the end, I thought that was great because when I first saw it, I was like, "This like this actually works." And but William Regal debuting in AEW, we're so used to him being a comedic character, but he, as we all know, he has so much more range. And watching him on Dynamite and Rampage last week, uh, who, who who was the, what was the guy that he was with this week that he slapped in the face? Um, uh, what? Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, Wheeler Yuta. Watching him interact with Wheeler Yuta uh, post match, I thought that was really good. And just like the like that works together. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. Um, the women's title match I thought was good. I thought they built up the history a little bit. I thought it was a little too long, but I thought the end portion really worked. But once again, we didn't do a show last week, so we now have a new AW Women's World Champion Thunder Rosa. And um, for Prep wants me to say this: the lesbians. Um, Jay Cargill and Ty Conti, uh, something I never knew I needed, but I do. <laughs> um, I thought Jay Cargill, that was probably her best match to date. I think she looks like a star. We don't talk about her enough on this show. But like the whole presentation of her, she had her entrance performed. Pre- we always saw her presentation as a big deal, but like she just looked like a star as she came out. And I definitely did she enjoy that match. Yeah, she is. She has money. But I really did enjoy the show. I do think that was AEW's best show to date for me personally because everything was more storyline driven, not everything was too thrown together. Quick question. Just, and again, since we didn't review this or even chatter much about it through text or phone calls, were you watching live? Did you watch it hours? I watched it after the fact. I watched it after. 
did you know about William Regal showing up due to social media yeah. or did you see that? I know. Okay. So watching it live, I'll tell you what, I, again, I don't know if I'm going to say this in my, my favorite slash the best AEW pay-per-view because I'm a mark for Jacksonville. I, I think all, they haven't done a bad pay-per-view and I do feel like it's one of those great companies that every time there's a pay-per-view, it's like, that might've been the best one yet. Um, I love the show. I, I love the buy-in, the buy-in to the main event, everything hit to me. My rating, definitely showstopper. Um, but the William Regal spot, that might have been one of the biggest pops of the night because it genuinely was like the big surprise, and it was nothing. Nobody saw that on the radar. So it, it was it was a, it was a great moment to watch live. So, so you well, why am I asking? You just said a showstopper. I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm definitely going to show. But like, like even like the MJF CM Punk stuff, I'm not a big like like dog collar or strap match or like anything when you're when you're linked together. I've never really been much of a fan because I've seen the WWE version. WWE did it sparingly. Uh, the best one they probably did was Eddie and JBL at Judgment Day 04. That's probably the best one they have, they actually ever done themselves. But, I've always heard that one be a claim, but again, that was like I think I was like just freshly out the door. So oh, that's an excellent match. That, that, that's an excellent match. Quick question before you change topics for it now, because you, your memory, you answered this better. But is it just me, or don't you feel like strap match slash dog collar match was always kind of like treated as like a mid card stipulation in WWE? <sighs> well, they didn't do it a lot, and when they did do it, it wasn't always that great. Um, one I can remember that I know that wasn't really that good was Unforgiven 2000. It was King and Taz. That's when Raven debuted in WWF. And King and Taz? King, um, King, King, King. King and Taz. And that's when Raven debuted in WWF. And then the next year at Judgment Day 01, they did Triple H and Kane in a chain match, which I really I think was, was good. Say, okay, that okay, was a good okay. match. I did enjoy that match. I but see Yeah, but it wasn't wow. it wasn't always something they always threw out there. So it was kind of a rare... It was kind of like... It was special, but... Me as a kid, I was just like, oh, I don't really care about this. Nothing too crazy. But then you see Judgment Day 04 with Eddie and JBL, and they kind of hit on the lineage of those strap matches, how they're old, how it's an old school thing. And that JBL Eddie Guerrero match, it captured the old school feel because Eddie Guerrero. I'm sure you've seen the pictures. Eddie Guerrero has like yeah, a crimson mask. It's a bloodbath, and MJF and CM Punk had that bloodbath. So when you had those matches, that's kind of something that it has to be. Heck yeah. And talking about that match, so I, again, I know you're, so you probably saw the spoiler from social media. You and I both, not huge Ring of Honor marks, weren't watching it live in the mid 2000s. Did you know? Uh, again, I don't know, you probably saw it. Like, so I, I'll say I was fortunate to be watching this with Richie because I think it's like the second chord of the song, and he's like, oh, oh shit. Because. He was like, he was already like, what's the point of MJF? Like, like literally, it was beautiful storytelling because Richie's reacting. He's like, what's the point of MJF like playing punk's music, stopping it, and then coming out? It's like he he teased the crowd, comes and like, like cold personality cut off. Then you're waiting to hear cold personality. Then we get the AFI track. So I'm I'm fortunate that I was watching with Richie because he got to break down. This is his Ring of Honor music, and he comes out in the Ring of Honor drip. I don't care if I never watched Ring of Honor or not. When Punk was live doing that, you can appreciate that once you see the gear. Um, the storytelling of the match, beautiful. The entrance, uh, I, I, I great. I love that it was a one-off entrance because you have called a personality play when Punk goes over. Um, yeah, that match, that, 
that might not, like I don't know. It's really got to be something. I think like a year from now, like Revolution twenty twenty three, we might talk about it. Like I think that might be Money in the Bank twenty eleven Punk vibe. Like I think that's <laughs> really? that match you talk about for yeah. I um I don't know. The match was good. It was really good. Um, you know, I vaguely like. I think like the only thing I remember from Cody and Brody, and I feel like I need to rewatch that. They had a strap. They, like, had a, they had a strap match. Well, I mean, they did. Oh, you're right. They did have a dog collar match. The only th- there's two things to remember. It's Cody's only AEW match with black hair. And it's okay, when he uh, that's when he won title back. Okay, and it's when he wins the title back. But there's nothing else to really take it from it. Like he had black hair, he wins the title, and he comes back blonde like a week later. But yeah, so yeah, I, I thought the match was great. Um, you know, my, my thoughts of it all, like the, um, everything was enjoyable. Uh, I, I, you, you know, kind of alluded to it. We do you have anything specifically you want to mention else about revolution before I kind of turn it a little bit? No, I think, I think I got everything out. Oh, by so, the way, uh, I'm, one more thing. You talked about the ladder match when you started naming the guys on the card and how orange Cassidy didn't belong. By God, that man belonged. <laughs> Like it was Thank so you. perfect. It was perfect. I could not stop laughing. It was he played his role perfectly because he was he legit played the odd man out and I loved it. What about that that move where <laughs> like he did like the Shawn Michaels Royal Rumble spot, like flipped himself over the rope, but he flipped his full yeah. body over the ladder. Like Yeah. Incredible. Athleticism Incredible. Bar none. I do want to say I've been thinking about it for like the past seventy two hours for the show. Um, I said in our prediction for revolution, whoever goes into now again, I was skipping over. I don't think I mentioned on the show. You have whoever's winning, you know, they get a TNT title match, but we didn't know Scorpio sky would be challenging. I said in my prediction, I think Wardlow's going to win, but whoever wins has to win the TNT title. I anticipated whoever wins is facing Sammy. Um, again, everything on the show, I thought it was awesome. Uh, one of the big points, you know, you thought the women's title match went a little too long last night. A beautiful yeah, I haven't seen it last night. Yeah. I'm actually, I was pretty fired up because it was 316 day. I actually, when we're done recording, I'm going to rewatch it because I watched a bunch of clips of some stuff. And I literally like halfway through it, like my vision's a little blurry. I'm like, I'm going to be rewatching this match this week, probably twice. Yeah, um, because it's... If we recorded the show last week, I was going to predict Thunder Rosa was going to win because that was the anniversary of yes. St. Patty's Day. Yes. Lights out match. I, I, yeah, I think most people. And another thing that's beautiful about that lights match, uh, lights out match, that due to the Mad Madness podcast putting that match over and over and over, it has won so many accolades and magazines and other articles. We we really brought it to the forefront. But that match a year ago. Rosa wasn't even signed with AEW, so it's a beautiful thing. She was, you know, still an NWA wrestler at the time, had that amazing match, once-in-a-lifetime match. A year later, the third AEW cage match. None of their cage matches had disappoint. We got her holding the new design of the AEW beautiful. title. Beautiful belt, beautiful match, two beautiful women, and Th- Thunder Rosa's entrance. I mean... Her entrance comes out, and I'm shooting full with Dan, and I'm like, well, we got a new champion, beautiful entrance. I was like, and she's going to be bloody and crying by the end of it, and that's what we got. Um, those two put on 
beautiful match. Speaking of new champions, big shout out last year, last week, last week, Scorpio Sky beat Sammy Guevara, won the TNT title, generous enough, gave his coach the second belt so he can go put it in his championship uh, collection. <laughs> he wore it to the ring. Wait, did he wear it to the ring too? So, or was that again, or was that Scorpio Sky's bike? was Scorpio Sky. So okay. I that out, but I'm pretty sure he threw his. If you don't know, Dan Lambert is a huge belt mark, and he has dozens and dozens of ring worn belts at his um, at his MMA gym. So that's that's super dope that Scorpio Sky gave him the other one. And I actually love that he put that out on social media. He said, "I'm not going to be carrying two belts. I'm going to get Dan Lambert due to you know all his all his work he's done for him." So once I saw that, I thought it was kind of all right. If he's defending the belt next week against Wardlow, MJF's going to screw him over. I think similar to the good prediction with Thunder Rosa going over at the year anniversary, that's exactly what we got. Uh, MJF and the chairman, Sean Spears, screwing over Wardlow, also with the help of Paige Van Zandt and Paige Van Zandt's boyfriend. Um, good match. And also uh, – you didn't catch dynamite. Well, but. I'm. A, I saw what ha- I saw the clip on YouTube of what happened, and I thought it was a great way to for, great way to do it because, well, first of all, um, Wardlow. I, I'm not sure if he cut a promo on dynamite or rampage last week. I saw that. I thought dynamite. it was a great promo. I, I think he's like really well spoken. Uh, promo wasn't all. Promo wasn't hell of a promo. Yeah, it was good promo. Really well spoken person. I was like, oh, like really, like that was actually pretty good. And then watching how the match fell out. On Dynamite, I was like, oh, that's actually pretty clever. The fact that Warlow was the paid help and MJF paid off Dan Lambert and mm-hmm. was it America, is America's Top Team? Is that what they're called? America's Top Team. Yeah, he paid yeah. off Dan Lambert and America's Top Team to take out Warlow. I thought that was actually pretty clever because that's what Warlow was paid off to do. Yeah, I love it. MJF has always been kind of in, in storylines involving money. Uh, a smart thing he had Andrade paying him to use FTR. Mm, okay. But speaking of FTR, there's a lot going on in AEW. FTR just fired Tully Blanchard. He's FTR. FTR didn't come out and help MJF. They didn't. The pinnacle really shattered. Is FTR still with MJF? That is something we won't. Only time will tell. He may only have Sean Spears as his muscle for the time being. But Dynamite again this week is one of those. It's just, it's a jam packed show and it was entertaining from start to finish. Um, good matches. I'm not really going to get into the whole card of it. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing. Obviously, we're still got something going on with at, the two Adams, Adam Cole and Hangman Page. Uh, I'm guessing we're going to see some type of rematch coming down the line, whether it be on a Rampage or Dynamite. Not sure, but we're either going to get through that and then hopefully see a new challenger for Hangman if the title doesn't change. Um, any other thoughts for AEW? Oh, well. Keeping AEW wise, their fan fest big reveals. Any standouts for you? Anything that you know is a must have? Um, I know you have a big completeness as much as I am with the unrivaled set. Yeah, so like, um, like I said, me and you, we are on two different ends of the spectrum on some of these figures. So for me, like, one thing I did appreciate was that the CM Punk that's coming out. We kept joking at All Out that he skipped leg day. And that figure looks like he did skip leg day. <laughs> um, so I'm, def- I'm definitely going to get that. I thought Jade came out 
way better than I expected. Because I wasn't sure how they're going to get, because she has that nice figure and the abs. and she. I wasn't sure how they were going to actually capture all that. And I thought they actually did a really good job on hers. So her figure is something I'll probably get as well. I think a lot, like the Supreme line, before I move forward, the Supreme line, game changer. And it's only, I believe the price point's only at 40 bucks, and you get the extra tor- um, the extra legs to swap out so you can have ring gear and street gear. The Britt Baker, they were, it, and the Britt Baker and the Cody, they were both hand-painted, so they're not the final product. So mm-hmm. if they did look a little rough, I'm, unde- I'm undecided if I'm going to get the Supreme or Britt Baker's next unmatched or unrivaled figure because I prefer the Scott Hall gear versus the Pittsburgh gear, but the Supreme is going to be able to do the um, the DMD pose because they'll have yep. the swappable arms out. So I'm not sure which one I'm going to get, but I'm pretty sure if I can if 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 the the unmatched or unrivaled one doesn't have the hand, the arm out, I'll probably just get the Supreme. And I, I think some of the Supremes are going to be two different ring attires. Yeah, well. I, it Malachi's is, but I know Britt has the um, the Britsburg jacket, and she comes with like a um, a Britsburg shirt, and it comes with like a pants with heels. And yeah. Cody has extra couple t shirts, and that's a, and like I said, I, I think the Scott Hall inspired gear is better. But if I can, that's get, a no brainer. Yeah, obviously but, another homage, another swig for the bad guy. Yeah, so that that one's definitely better. But if I can get the whole outfit with the DMD pose with the vest on. I'll probably get that. Taz looked rough. Eddie Kingston looked rough. Mind you, I'm not sure if those were hand-painted prototypes. I didn't look into those yeah. all the way. I'm cool with Taz because, let's be real, Taz looks rough modern. Taz. <laughs> if it's a modern-day Taz, like, does it look like, can you not, like, when you say, like, it's not flattering, but it does look like him. I'll say, I'll say this. When I go bald, that's me. <laughs> that figures me. <laughs> Jeez. Just make it um, a few few inches taller. I do think that I think a lot of them are, are hand painted. Um, my my big issue with the um, with the Eddie Kingston is his hair is way too dark. Uh huh. That has to be fixed. Well, the the Brian Danielson would look great from the proto images. That looked good, and the bro the Brody in uh, minus one. Two pack. I didn't pre-order it yet. I'm undecided what I'm doing with the Brody because I wanted the vest, but it's not soft goods. You know, I hate those rough. Um, I've actually the rubber jackets. Bring that up with you. I, I the major. Uh, I feel like uh, Cardona is always putting over the rubbers, and I'm like, because I guess like they. I guess their theory is soft goods is too much like a doll. But um, yeah, I'm definitely. I don't know. Yeah, because uh, he does. He doesn't pose his figures. They just stand up. Like me, I, yeah. I, I like the, the pose them and like their signature Dang. poses. That's what I like to do. So the rubber is... Sorry if I want to do a, a move while they're in their entrance gear. Yeah. Or pose them how they would be. Yeah, exactly. So like like it comes with the, the hands out palms. So I, I was like, ah, but then it's the same exact figure except for the rope. So I'm not sure which one I'm going to get. I'll probably just get the unmatched one. I could, I could probably live without the rope. Go ahead. Real quick before you keep running with it, uh, Ultimate Series Two along with Malachi is Kenny and it's two different. That looked good. Kenny. Kenny looked good. Like that, that I would get. Kenny looked good, and then a lot of Arabelles. It seems to be a lot of repaints. And as you know, I'm not big on everybody in AEW, and especially with all these repaints. A lot of them, they're not really different face scans either. So it's not much for me to actually okay. want, want. But I said I'll buy Britt Baker figures all the time. I'll buy Cody figures all the time. Um, 
Kenny is somebody who I'm Kenny actually changes his look so it actually works. So that Supreme Kenny I will get. But I thought it was a good weekend, but Punk, Britt, the Cody, not not the oh I I got I'm not gonna buy but the the trench coat Cody. Perfect. The suit Cody, whatever it was. Perfect. Oh yeah, love it. I'm not gonna get it, but it was good. But I thought it was a mediocre. You just said Cody, so I'm a buy him. So that Cody, I yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, unfortunately, the Star Trek uh, chase will always be out of reach. But I'm actively, I, I'm in the major flea right now. I want to trade for the the second chase, aka his first figure with the neck tat. I need it. <laughs> yeah, but um, it was a. It was, it's always good to have reveals, but like I said, even this, even this Brody right here, like I said, like it has the the arms out because the unmatched figure doesn't have the hands. I'm not sure you can see it. The unmatched figure doesn't have the hands like that, so I can't pose it like that as I want to. But it's the same figure with the coat. But I don't know. It's I'm up in the air. So, you get a lot of accessories eight, with it though. I give it. I give him that. What was the price point? Sixty dollars. Yeah, it was sixty. $60, man. I don't know. I, uh... 70 after shipping. Yeah, it's... It's really hard to stomach that. Yeah. Um... So, if I'm correct, a lot of people I know are saying it's the same figure. I think it technically is different. I think the words... Oh, wait. I think the words down the side of the pants, I thought they were different. But now I'm re-looking at it. Maybe they're not. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, maybe they're not. And it does come with the belt. I thought it didn't come no, with it. No, it, all the stuff's packed on the side. So we get. Uh, okay. I know you get the belt. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing the picture now. Okay. Supposedly. So it's one of those things. I mean, I've gotten all the ringside exclusive except for Jurassic Express because, yeah, I don't know. That, there's not enough meat on the bone on that one for me. Um. I really want this one. I think it's super dope. I feel like this um, this negative one's going to be better than the SummerSlam Dominic as a child. <laughs> you can have them um, face off. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's in a ladder match. For, uh, and you just dangle up one of those WWE contracts <laughs> that came with the route. Like, I don't know. So I, the thing I like is. I've been saying it for many, many, many months on this show. I plan on, um, when it comes to the common figures outside of the chases, 1 through 10, I plan on being a completist. We're finally, we got a reveal on what set 11 is. So for a lot of these, I know like, hey, I want them. Like, hey, so I guess I'm ending up with a second Miro, or I mean, I, I could let the blonde one go. Uh, I do like this one because it has the strap, it has the strap tights, which I, th- I thought were dope. Um... Oh, and a big thing, we've got – now, Taz is the only manager slash commentator that we're getting a figure of thus far. Uh, obviously, there's a re- um, the referee. We got the Aubrey, Aubrey one. Uh, but a ton of the street gear. We got Cody in the oh, yeah. suit, street mm-hmm. gear. We got Kenny in world champion Kenny attire. Um, two other ones. In the major power, in the major power, talking about this too, and they'll have like the full articulation. Yes, yeah. So yeah, because WWE typically street closes was always basic, yeah. except for a few legends. Um. Oh my God, the Thunder Rosa Chase. I'm getting like that. I'm saying right <laughs> now, like that I'm, that I'm gonna end up with that. 
So, yeah, I'm happy to see because that's nine. That's the current pre-order. Um, Brian Cage, who knows what's happened with him. It looks like he did get the year extension on his contract. So uh, I'd be happy to get a figure of him. Um, series nine is awesome because it's a rare set. It's nine new figures, nine nine people that are not in the line. Um, oh, Hangman Street Gear. <laughs> you need okay. that. It says that looks like uh, Tangerine, Cloudy, and Cumbersome. <laughs> Oh man, that's an X25 figure. We gotta change that. Jericho, the old school Jericho. But so, what's your take? So you're saying you're getting the Punk. You're cool again, Punk and tights. Yeah, because the one thing about him is he's changed his gears up, so it won't mm-hmm. be the same. Like, like I said, like how MJ, all the MJFs are going to be the same. The next, I'm not buying another MJF until they put him in a suit. Because Makes sense. because I, I don't like the, the rubber robes. So until like, they put him in a suit, I'm not going to buy another one. I'm furious. All right, so be- before we get off the reviews, everything I think is dope. Obviously, anything I see on here that's uh, unrivaled one through ten, got to get it. There's some unmatched. I-, I can get selected with unmatched. Doesn't seem like I have yet. <laughs> um, but for the blood and guts, we got now Santana Ortiz are not pictured, but Sean Spears gets his first figure. You got all five of the Pinnacle members are going to come in white. I don't think FTR is pictured, but yeah, they're not pictured. Santana and Ortiz is not pictured, but you can anticipate they're going to be in that yeah. gear. Mm-hmm. And then you see the inner circle all in the prison gear. Thoughts on those figs? Do nothing for you. Move no needle. Move no needle. Nope. Because no, um, every time I go to Target now, other? every time I go to Target now, I, I see Santana and Ortiz, and I see, it doesn't matter either set. Did you? Either no, I see both sets on the pegs. Yeah, true. So I know I got I got their their new unmatched ones, but I like them. Uh, it was a great tag team. Can't wait to see them. And I hope they keep you know getting getting a push after this uh, Inner Circle 2.0 storyline. Hopefully, we see them in the world title uh, world tag title picture sooner than later. And we have a uh, WWE Elite reveals tomorrow. I believe no Saturday, or okay. is it tomorrow and Saturday? It's one. It's one either tomorrow or Saturday. Fig, Fig's killing me for life. Um, but oh, you, have, yeah. you have to anticipate MJF and Punk being the next Blood and Guts. Oh, for sure. And that's that's a real, I mean, the blood and Blood and Guts. I think is for that's the only. I'm not obviously. I said I didn't do the Jurassic Express uh, ringside exclusive. Um, the Blood and Guts. That's they're a two cop for me. I'm gonna keep one of each of them on. Really? That's this set's just so different to me. Um, yeah, I love those. So I really look forward to them. I'm trying to see the render. I don't know if the render because I remember getting mixed up with Sean Spears thinking of as Max, but I heard the Max. Um, blood and guts gear get a little crapped on because i hate because i'm probably gonna want to complete those two sets because it's just cool to me you can have five on five yeah yeah yeah, yeah you have but, to complete the sets if you if you, you can't just get one if it's a matching sure. set i just hate i don't don't want it and let just what you said this is the like the one guy i don't want another mjf because his series two figure cool to me the chase isn't cool because you have Burberry scarf and then he has like the AEW shop scarf in the chase, which to me is whack. Um, I think it's series six. The other one where I don't know if he even has a scarf. Uh, um, I'm not sure. I would think he would have to come with a scarf. I don't remember. Now you think about it, I don't know. I don't remember. He, he may come with a scarf. But but he has something, 
there's something missing to that one to me. But um, like series two is better than whatever his second figure was, and yeah. I can't remember if he had a chase in that line or not. But obviously, didn't do that chase. Um, so then we have his own match figure. I did get it because I thought it was cool that it came with a robe because it's different. Uh, I'm a little little weary on how my feelings are on the robe and how it sits, but I got his chase figure as well. The chase was a must have. Almost like I almost want that mock. Like I, I'm actually I haven't opened it yet. Um, I, I I've been saying since I got it in my hand, I was like, I'm gonna find this in a while in the wild since I paid street value. So, so if I have one, two, I have three. No, I have four MJFs. I don't want. I do not want another one. So I potentially I'm gonna be at six street gear, or I'm sorry, uh, a suit, and then the blood and guts one. I like leave, leave them out like ten years. <laughs> Or keep putting them in, and that's going to make it easy for me to skip someone. Yeah, but definitely, if yeah, let's say if you get a match, if they all ha- if they all match, you need the whole set. You can't just for sure buy and, a couple. We, we, I'm a junkie. I'm definitely yes, going to be complete for sure. So outside of the reveals, since we've been missing so much, another swig for the bad guy. This for Razor. Mm. One more swig for Scott. Oh, right, all right, all right. So, Mania cards building up. You got any thoughts or predictions or anything on there? Anything you want to Mania chat or anything going on in New York? Well, this Stone Cold and Kevin Owens thing, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going it's going to be so much fun because Kevin Owens is probably the best he's actually been in years at this point because he's actually actually he actually he actually has some substance and he's actually being a heel again and that triple threat tag match a couple weeks ago on last week on Raw was amazing. I'm not sure if you caught it but I did. It I did. was the even the ending was perfect. With Rollins hit with um on the stunner and then the curb stop, perfect. And yeah. the way they lost, absolutely perfect. And they were so destroyed. Post promos and then the facials from Rollins and Owens yeah. were great. Or Orton, I've been up and down and up and down for RK bro. Orton's promo after, I'm hook hook line. I <laughs> love love it like hook line and sinker. Loved it. And the thing with this whole thing is, like, we kept going, they kept saying, were they going to get Austin for WrestleMania? Was he going to wrestle a match? And I'm not sure if I heard this correctly, but I could have sworn Owen said that this is going to main event night one, if I'm correct. I'm not 100% sure. I might be wrong. But I do think. No, no. uh, Ronda and Charlotte are main event. I would think that. I would think that too, but maybe I misheard him. So don't quote me on that. I hope you're right, with all due respect to the ladies, but... But this match, like, this... I think this is going to turn into an impromptu match, somewhat like the Rock and Eric Rowan, and I just think Owens is just going to job out. And there's nobody more perfect to just take an ass-whooping and job out than Kevin Owens, because Kevin Owens, he's not going to lose anything by just getting his ass kicked and job out, because he's getting his comeuppance the entire time. All right, so I thought that. I thought that. And I'm going to be a hardcore mark. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I'm not going to argue with you, but just the thought of just, no matter what, 
Austin's going to destroy Owens. What, that, 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 that's just going to happen no matter what. The, 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 so I guess he, the problem is will it turn into a match. That's the only thing. Here's my thought and question about it. So, Rowan got squashed by The Rock, but The Rock was under like 17 movie contracts and couldn't compete in a match. So they gave that to pop the crowd. Mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't announced it wasn't advertised it was a spontaneous thing so the rock also is not retired you know we could see him in a program with roman next year or before that i'm putting this in the saudi Shawn michaels category <laughs> all right you would have asked me when we started this show i wanted both those guys to have one more match that saudi stuff came about does it hurt Sean's legacy? And now, like, Sean and Sean and Austin are the only two guys now. Again, Taker, but who knows? He can come back. They're the only two guys that retired and stayed away. Sean came back, so I think this is going to turn into a match. And if it's going to, I don't want the same way we got what we got with The Rock. It's going to be fun. I'm just going. I'm I'm marking out. I'm marking out here. I'm drinking the man's beer right now. If he if he goes in, I want a ten minute match. Oh no, no, no. this would be like less than a minute because I said, I just think that he's gonna just punch Owens into the corner, um, stomp him into the corner to what chance, and then give him the finger and stun him. It's legit job that Owens gets no offense in because it's just the perfect comeuppance. Now, see, I think that's gonna happen no matter what. It's just a matter of fact of will it turn to an official quote unquote match. Goldberg. Goldberg. Austin stays up in the product. Goldberg just went five minutes for the universal title with Roman Reigns. You think you think Austin wants to go just a minute and the guy he was compared to for years and years and years is doing five minutes and making fifty million or something for that one match? <laughs> I can see it happening. I know Austin I know. I, I know Austin like I said. The, the scenario I just said is going to happen. It's just a matter of will it be an official match? It's going to get stretched over six minutes. <laughs> okay. The over I'm under open. six minutes. The over under six minutes. And go past Owens and Austin. Edge, I thought, was incredible. Edge has been on point. New music's awesome. Um, he needs to keep doing these promos every week because. He needs to turn everyone against him, and I think he needs to turn like the hardcore fans or a portion of them against him because it was almost one of those where I'm like, man, there's really no storyline. They can just hype up this match, and it can be about one-upsmanship, two guys about I'm just better, I'm better, and they don't I'm better than you, you're better than like it, just an argument like that. It didn't have to be heel and face, but he's showing why he is such a good heel. Yeah, because on Raw he was talking about how. He was trying to please the people and how pleasing them messed, messed him. Um, basically blaming the fans for his failures. He, how he, he allowed Seth Rollins to cost him the, the universal title. How y'all, they allowed Rollins to end up in his house. And he called Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns a Jason Momoa cosplayer. And to think, when you actually go back to look at Edge's time since he's been back for the last two years. We didn't do a Maddie's in 2020. But like, if you actually account for it, he's been in the top some of the top rivalries of the year since he's been back. 
And, For sure, and he's he's the well, biggest draw in the promotion. Yeah, and and like I thought that promo was really good that he cut it and they, like, he changed his music. You said you said last episode that we had, he's one of those guys that could uh, turn like be heel and then be face the next week because the fans will actually believe it and buy into it. And you could see that on Raw, he was having a lot of fun actually finally, finally being a heel again because Edge went away. To Hollywood, he did a few acting shows. He was on Vikings, so a lot of even I heard an interview with him two years ago when he first come back and how he wanted to implement certain characters, certain characters into his character, like when he had the um, the first time he had the gray beard and all that stuff. He talked about Old Man Logan, and you can kind of see a lot of that in what he was doing. So there's a lot, been a lot of progression in Edge, and I'm looking forward to him in this role, especially for AJ Styles. AJ Styles for the last two years. Has essentially been nothing. He's been the Intercontinental Champion and a Tag Champ, but he hasn't been the main event, which he actually was in his first four years in the company. So this is like a rejuvenation for AJ Styles, and I'm looking forward to this match. I think this match is definitely going to steal the show because all Matt Edge's matches have stole the show since he's been back. For sure. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's definitely one of the. It's in like the top. Now again, I'm sure we're going to get you know over the weekend. It'll be over 12 matches between the two shows. Oh, yeah, for sure. Two different nights. It's in the top four. If not, I mean, with a little bit of disrespect to the match, I almost want to say it's top five. But no, it's, it's, it's probably in the top three most important matches. Out of the card, we already know, world championship, two women's titles, nothing about either tag title, that match. Oh, well, it's already in the top four most important. Yeah, the Street Profits. The Street, Street Profits, Profits. Are take, they're taking on RK yeah. Bro. Cool. All right, true. And that then the Usos are well, taking on. With all due respect, you're, you already are probably more interested in what Edge and AJ is going to do over the Raw tag title match. Oh, yeah. yeah. Edge and AJ Styles, that's my main match because Roman and Brock, although that story has been great, and I'm looking forward to how it, the outcome, I kind of already have an idea of kind of what I'm going to get based off of everything Brock Lesnar has done. For the past, since he's been back, even though I'm enjoying him way more now, but I'm still getting pretty much getting the same thing for the most part. And Edge and AJ Styles, top of the card. That's what I, that was my most desired match. When we talked about who you want to edge the face, edge the face at WrestleMania, I said AJ Styles. It's definitely a dream match for me. And the WrestleMania card as itself, it's not, it's not. It's not. not I don't think it's anything a, a lot of us will put together. Uh, Charlotte and Ronda, I have no interest in whatsoever. Becky and Bianca, okay. Or whatever it's going to so come to I'm an end. Say one, one quick two, two cents on it. I hope the match delivers. I think it will, but like busted open, really try to put over what they've been doing on SmackDown. I hated the whole backstage brawl with the car because three years ago they did the same shit, but it was better three years ago. So again, different, and I'm not being ageist here, but different elder woman at this point. Um. So yeah, I hope it delivers. But also, the reason I bring it up, worker of mine, not even a casual fan. He's a Pat McAfee mark. He's been watching SmackDown just to see what's going on with him, and he saw the promo, and he's like, he used the term, and like we we hear it all the time in wrestling. Like, he's like, I really felt like um, Charlotte Flair. That's Ric Flair's daughter. I really felt like her, Ronda Rousey. She's that face around the Rousey. I felt like they were phoning it in. Like they were just going. But like they were hyping it up, like did something on that. I was like, yeah, they had a little brawl in the back, and like, like I just personally said, like I did, I wasn't that thrilled by it because they did a backstage brawl last time they were feuding, and it was better than what we saw that week with SmackDown. So it's definitely, it's, it's one of those things that it, it could be better. Uh, it's one of those things I'm already almost like, all right, cool, let's 
you know, I can't wait to see Ronda with the SmackDown belt after Mania and then see what she's going to do next. Yeah, because, yeah, I, I don't even know if Ronda's going to stay. That's the thing. Because, it, 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 like, I haven't, can't, like, I saw what happened with the car thing, but as far as, like, the context of the feud, I haven't really cared at all. Because it, she, one, first of all, she shouldn't be facing Charlotte in the first place. This is just to please Fox. She should be facing Becky. Becky is the, is the, was the one who won the triple threat. And True. that's yeah. the, and that's the one who, who, uh, pinned her. So this, the whole Charlotte thing, it's just to please Fox for the, for the you UFC think stuff. Got, you think, you think, uh, Charlotte goes over on Ronda? I think so. Cause I, I, I'm curious. Yeah. Cause like you said, you feel your, the boy, your coworker from work said, looks like they're phoning it in. And that's kind of how I kind of felt. How about Ronda phoning it in? You told me about her first run a few years ago. Ronda was probably the talk out of most shows, but I haven't heard anybody talk about how great Ronda Rousey was or how great was that Ronda Rousey segment. I haven't. So, so I don't even think she'll be even be around past WrestleMania. She's not even advertised for, for a lot of like like the the events that could. I think I think she's advertised for the one immediately after. Really? Because yeah, I, 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 I don't know if it's Raw or SmackDown, but either way, she's gonna go vintage. 2014 Brock be the champion. You see her once every four weeks. I hope not. I hope not, but that's that's what it's going to be, without a doubt. And then what else, what else is going on? And I think that's about it. That's about it because the card it's shaping up. But like I said, not something I will put together. But those are usually the best shows, and I just want to be entertained for two days, and I'm pretty sure I am. So, with all due respect, there's the rumors going around that, I don't know, somebody said they rechanged what they were going to do after the cr- terrible stipulation. Uh, main event of Raw, Owens versus Rollins. Winner gets the segment with Austin. No way Owens isn't losing. Everyone in the crowd, assuming Cody's going to come out to challenge Rollins after for maybe. That doesn't happen. Some people say they didn't do that because they didn't want to take away from the passing of Scott Hall. One more swig for the bad guy. That part I can buy, but I would kind of think they would want see, that. I can buy, but then I was thinking like maybe you want to try to send people home happy. Oh, that's, <laughs> so, I thought the same thing. Why I, I, I can see both ways. Like, there's not there's not nothing wrong with either way. I love there was a meme and it had like two people watching the TV and it had like. Uh, WWE Mark watching the end of the match, waiting for Cody to come out. AEW Mark me, reluctantly watching Raw just to see Cody debut. And then in reality, he doesn't show. But what do you think What do you think would be best if Rollins just shows up and Cody's like a mystery? Or would you want Cody to show up on Raw because it's only two weeks away? At this point, I feel like it's got to be a mystery. I feel like I feel like announcing it yeah, I, I, I agree. Before. Yeah, I don't know. It gives me, and I don't I don't want to tarnish Rollins. And it's not that the build. Like, I love Brock. I love what we're getting with Brock. But I feel like a lot of Brock's builds for a lot of his matches were, were lackluster. Like, it, it gives me Brock and Rollins vibes from three years ago. Like, rushed, not build well. Then what? Like, Rollins wins the title in the first match. I don't know. Like, does that make sense to you? Like, I just—it seems like it's something forgettable. Like, when you think back to uh, Ronda losing the title in the Triple Threat in the main event at two in the morning for Mania, 
you you think that's how mania ends. You don't the first, like you're like, oh, what else happened that? You're not thinking, oh yes, when me and you were like not like driving, the match is starting. Like remember, we're driving, we're in Delaware. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're uh, watching the show Rollins on the phone. Is beating Brock for the Universal Title. R.I.P. to the Red Universal. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I almost gambled that belt away with Dan last night. By the way, in pool. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, why? Huh? Yeah, why? Because you're about to gamble away a title, and you might I lose. Wanted, I wanted his NXT title. Oh, his title and for title. I thought since my Red Universal is more valued, I thought he would have uh, been putting up. I did, however, one more crack of a beer. I did get a signed Scott Hall figure. Huh, good for you. Yeah. Shout out to the bad guy. Good for you. But as far as like the Cody thing, I'm not because they're kind of telling the story with Rollins already about his journey to WrestleMania. So if Cody just debuted on the Go Home Show, I wouldn't be quite mad because it's like, hey, I'm here. Let's just do this. And so, like I said, like I remember Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit did that one year at Wrestle for WrestleMania 17. It's like, hey, you, I don't got a match. You don't have a match. Let's have a match. And it was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I um, I don't know. Like. Maybe I would want I, – I, like, I guess it makes sense. Cody's first match back in New York should be Mania. But, like, would I like the idea of him, like, doing this and then, like, he beats Austin Theory next week. Or, like, he comes out challenging him and beats, uh, like, a bunch of Moe's three weeks in a row, goes over, shows – I don't know. I guess I'm fine with that idea. I don't want to sit through Raw. I, I don't want – this is the thing that sucks about Mania season. <laughs> I don't want to sit through Raw, but I also don't want to see his return spoiled on social media. Mm-hmm. Two of the biggest Monday Night Raw returns to me over the past six years, the Dudleys, Shane McMahon. I was at the dealership when both of them happened. You spoiled one, and a buddy of mine from the dealership that is a casual fan at best spoiled, spoiled the Dudleys. You spoiled Shane. I almost want to log off this podcast right now just remembering how pissed I was at you for that. <laughs> Sorry. So good. Could be worse. You could have done worse. <laughs> You've done worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anything else in, in the realms of the build-up to Mania? Uh, nothing. Nothing. I'm just, I'm just looking forward to watching the show at this point. Alright. Well, two other things I want to get into real quick. What, um... Anything you've been watching recently feel noteworthy? Yeah. So, of course, I saw Vince on McAfee's show. I thought that was good. Uh Um, It gave us a a, a nice look at Vince McMahon and the businessman behind it. Everybody thinks he's such such, such an evil person, but people don't understand business is business. And I did enjoy that. And for the first time, I never saw this movie. And as a, I'm glad I saw it now than instead of when it originally came out. I watched The Wrestler for the first time. Okay. With Mickey Rourke. So, and I'm glad I appreciate it, appreciate it way more now because growing up, this I was like, what, 17? About to be 17, about to be 18 when this came out. Um, I didn't really know, like, the in, like, the behind the scenes of, like, older wrestlers or whatever. I never actually 
thought of, thought about it that way. So I didn't really see what they go through and how they can work a normal job and take out those painkillers and just work indies all the time. Because me, I'm I'm young. I'm raised on WWE and stuff on TV, so I'm bougie. Still am at this point. But um, so like I really did definitely enjoy it because i can appreciate it way more now because i know what everybody goes through so okay. watching him take the pain kills watching his relationship with his daughter watching him work at acme was actually pretty pretty interesting to watch and him having that itch to finally get back in the ring and then he's about to spoiler he's about to die because the doctor said you can't wrestle anymore and he goes out doing his he's going like he could barely move but he goes out doing his finish and I wish I saw this movie years ago because of Marissa Tomei. If you want to see Marissa Tomei, check out The Wrestler. Um, Where'd you watch it on? Uh, HBO Max. It's on, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu too. But I okay. did watch it on yeah, HBO Max. Yeah, I definitely Max. gotta watch it. I know you never seen the trailer. It? I don't think I have. Really, uh, it's a really good movie. It, I, I was really impressed. I really enjoyed it. I think I watched the trailer like a year ago, and then. I don't think I had access to whatever app it was on at the time, so I didn't end up watching it. But yeah, it's definitely definitely something I gotta watch. Yeah, I actually admit I never watched Nacho Libre until last year. Really? I don't think I've seen that either. Uh, Rahul and Michelle have both seen it. I watched it with them. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen Nacho Libre, but oh, what was I about to say? Because I remember Keep in Russell- mind, the first wrestling match Michelle probably ever watched. No, she may have caught like a little glimpse of like Dynamite or Raw, like <laughs> popping in and out of my apartment, but. The first match that she sat down and paid attention to was the AEW tag match in the cage. And she's like, no, I see why you like this crap. <laughs> I was there, too. I remember oh, that. Okay. Yeah, I was there. So, yeah, so, but I remember WWE. I can't remember. I remember WWE was, like, promoting the wrestler movie Heavy. And Mickey Rourke fought Jericho. Did he fight Jericho? Or was yeah, a part yeah. of the Jericho's match at WrestleMania 25? And I, I just never, I just never got, had the urge to watch it. But I was... What, going, scrolling through HBO Max, what, what haven't I seen? Like, oh, let me finally actually watch this. It was, is, it was a really good is movie. Is that the handicap match, Jericho versus Steamboat? And yes, else? yes, I believe so. I'm almost positive. Underrated Mattel battle pack I still need. The um, Jericho and Steamboat? Yeah, the senior citizen Steamboat. <laughs> Definitely. And um, this isn't wrestling related, but I watched Bel Air. I'm all caught up. I'm not sure. All right, let me... I, know, as I, I know you don't like change. I know you don't like your things touch. But I think it's a pretty good show. Fresh I've Pr- heard I've heard nothing but good things about it. And yeah, it pisses me off. Yeah, because Fresh Prince, because people don't like I said, people don't accept like change or their things tampered with. But I was telling people like the the the, the concept of Fresh Prince, it could in in real life, it can have a dark take to it, because like I said this guy will he gets in trouble at at the park with in in in, in Philly, so it was like. What, what, it's like and the sitcom doesn't touch on this but it's like what about those guys at the park except that one episode we did go back to Philly they changed their lives but it's like okay like this can be taken dark Will coming in to a home and Carlton being jealous they hit on the TV show they hit Carlton being jealous all the time that can be, have a dark turn to it um it, the stuff with his dad that could have that could have a little bit of a dark turn to it. Did they drama? Did they add some drama to a lot of it? Absolutely. But I do think it's a really good show. I think the kid he pull, he pulls off a lot of the young Will Smith mannerisms pretty well. I really think he does. And I think it's a really he pull good, the mannerisms off as good as I do. I haven't seen you do a bunch of them. Wow. You never seen, it, seen me kill the Will Smith line. I have not. Maybe, 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 maybe you have. Maybe you have. I just haven't picked up on it because you don't have a, you don't have a fade. But I think 
You don't have a black people fade. <laughs> I don't have a high top. High, black people, you don't have black. You don't have black hair. You don't have a high top fade either. So, so I probably never picked up on it. But why don't you grow one out? No, I, I do get a fade, but I'm not getting a high top fade. No, I'm too. I'm too old for that. But um, definitely a good well, show. Like you are going on forty. <laughs> don't don't age me by ten years. But definitely, I I, I do enjoy hey. Bel Air. Yes, I'm thirty. Nine and a, nine and like a cup of coffee. What <laughs> is a cup of coffee you Nine and a medium Starbucks I um iced coffee. But definitely a good show. I watched episode eight before we started recording the show. And definitely definitely a good show. They said they did definitely hype up the drama and it is mod it is up to date with like today's lingo and technology and they got a lot of like the they got a lot of the Philly slang in this in this show as well so I, i'm really enjoying it. i'm not sure you said you said you didn't start it yet have you i did not i'm okay. gonna yeah that, yeah yeah I, I recommend it i don't know if i don't know if you watch i don't know if you watch it with disdain because it's your fresh prince but definitely a good show no nah, i i think i'll be optimistic okay. as long as i usually have one of these cold beverages in my hand <laughs> it usually helps uh as far as me obviously the you know since we last did a show i did watch revolution i did watch the past two weeks of dynamite um didn't watch last week's Rampage, but I feel like I watched the week before because it was a rare live episode. Um, and outside of that, due to the unfortunate news Monday evening that Scott Hall had passed away, I did rewatch the Click documentary. I thought I don't, I watched that immediately because I was able to watch it in the living room because I had the Click DVD. I thought I had the Razor one. Um, two nights ago, I did rewatch the. Uh, living on the razor's edge wwe produced documentary um just to kind of relive you know his story from his troubled past to him as a uh, bouncer to the um unattempted murder probably not worded that right but the, the murder that was not his plan to cause uh while on the job getting into a fight with someone um to everything that went down in WWF to him showing up as the outsider. And, you know, I forget about how much that, like, I, I forget, like, I, I want to remember like 2011 when I got back into wrestling, I want to know how quick I got into dirt sheets because it seemed like 2011, 2012 was like the years he was really kind of like doing the indies and still showing up like real lit up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they document some of that in the WWE documentary. And I remember like before him, you know, having the, the arms open back up to come back into the WWE family. I remember watching those clips and I really tip my hat that we got another decade out of Scott. Oh yeah, Hall. for sure. Got close to a decade of him clean. Um, where I remember being 21, 22 thinking, Oh man, it seems like, you know, Scott's going to pass. And unfortunately, yes, I don't wish any of these wrestlers died, but we have over a, a dozen wrestlers who have passed since I thought he was going to, um, I will humbly admit this one. This one hit me probably the hardest out of any any of them that have ever passed. I remember just stepping out of the fandom and like hearing Eddie pass and hearing Benoit. It's like, oh, I'm not really into this, but like it sucks. Like, I love those guys, and I would can put it up to like as a kid, like knowing Owen passed, like hearing Pillman pass. But, like I wasn't like a Pillman guy, but like Owen, Owen that hurt, but he was a bad guy, and I was a kid. He was a heel most of the time, so I didn't really get it. It sucked. But, like, 
Hall was the reason. Hall and Nash were the reasons my brothers were flipping the channel on Monday night. They were turning raw, and I was annoyed. And I was like, "All right, cool. Like these guys, these guys are cool." And then them coming back to WWE in '02, I was I was hoping for the best. We didn't get a long run of Hall back there. Um, the most iconic Hall of Fame speech. I I I probably have uh, stuttered that speech after a couple of beers or in this show over the past six years. Um, I've been ma- I've been making jokes about it since before having a wrestling tattoo that I was going to get that quote done, and it's I love I love that as what everyone is reposting and retouting. Um, great line, great quote, great something to live by. Um, hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last. Bad guys do. Um, it's cool. It was cool because you know we earlier were talking about the reveals. Tomorrow we're or this weekend we're getting WWE reveals. We're talking about the AEW. And when all this figure collecting began for me. Scott, I think the defining moments razor is in like my first like five figures, or like when it came out. I called it in a Kmart, which like Kmart's even exist anymore. And I remember that's one of the first figures I bought three times because I still have my mock one. I bought a loose one and I bought one for my ex's son. So that one, that was like such a dope figure. You and prep treated me as a birthday gift redesigned the artwork and made it I forgot all about that it, 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 it's I forgot all right. about it's that hanging in my room um, I I uh, man it's crazy because I think back to I think back to 2016 I lost my phone from that where I have most of my pictures but I met a bunch of wrestlers at a collector's convention and um, I skipped a few people because of an unnamed wrestler I had a bad interaction with. I was like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about these. And I don't know how many times that, like, I went to these things and I brought, like, a bunch of belts I would get signed or a bunch of things. And due to lines and due to, like, socializing with friends and pounding beers, like, eh, I'm not going to go blow money and do it. And I remember, like, the outsiders were there and they had a crazy line. And I brought, like, a couple of Hall's figures and I brought both WCW tags. And I didn't do the line. And then when COVID hit, I sold two mocks Razor Ramon Scott Hall figures, but I kept the defining moments and the black and white ring side figure. And I was like, I'm going to meet him one day. I'm going to meet him one day. Now, obviously, a year prior, I, there was a second opportunity, just him, no Nash, and I passed. I didn't bring those. I didn't bring nothing with me for Scott to sign. So I was lucky. I didn't mention earlier. I did just acquire a ringside black and white NWO Scott Hall sign, but it's crazy because it's one of those. Like, damn, I really regret not not doing those uh, meet and greets when I had the chance. Um, obviously, I hope, you know, there's plenty of people that have passed away that Mattel has given us new figures from. Hopefully, we finally get that WrestleMania 10 Razor, make it ultimate. Um, I think that was on the horizon, too. I, I believe, I know, I'm almost positive that I saw a leak that this, we're supposed to get a Nash and a Hall. As alternates? I, I believe so. I could be wrong, but I could have sworn. Well, I hope it's a razor, and I would love a red ultimate. It's funny. And, you know, I, um, so I did do a cool pick, and I did put it on our podcast page. I have all eight, eight Mattel Scott Halls. 
uh, Razor Ramon figures. And I was sitting there thinking about it all day because I was like, I'm going to dig out these figs. And I'm like, I think it's seven. I think it's seven. And every time I kept seeing someone post a pick, three, four, five, I'm like, ah, cool, cool. I'm going to have a better pick. I'm going to have a better pick. And when I pulled them out, I'm like, damn, there's eight of these. And then I was doing it. I'm like, man, so Elite 16, Kevin Nash, I had that sign, but I didn't open it. And then I passed her one of his diesels because it's like, how many diesels do you need? Like the diesel is like the gears usually so similar. But Scott's always a little different. That to me, it's easy to want to be a completist of him. Uh, all eight Mattel figures, great. Um, I could probably ramble on or, or you know keep stumbling. Uh, but again, R.I.P. to the bad guy. Your thoughts on the passing of the great Scott Hall? Yeah, I'm almost positive about this. I remember I, I could have sworn I saw somebody posted a. Um, wrestling group that they, he had like an upcoming uh, sign in and he he canceled because of hip surgery or whatever. I'm almost positive I saw something like that, but it was shocking because def because he was definitely a story of perseverance. Because yeah. like like you just talked about about his alcohol addiction, you would think that that would have been like the cause of it, but it wasn't. He actually got himself together, and I believe when we started this show or a little before we started this show. He's um, the DD, didn't DDP document DDP yoga with him? Yeah, his, yeah, yeah. So that's something that I want to watch now because if you saw a picture of Scott Hall, he did not look good at all no. prior to that. Even in like late, I believe in early, I believe in like 2010 into the night, he was still wrestling in TNA and didn't look good at all either. But definitely like a, a, a great story to actually tell somebody, somebody who actually defeats their demons. And I, I was in shock because it's like, really, like this guy, really, Scott Hall, really, Razor Ramon, really, like, as a kid, it's just like, you know, some stuff is like cheesy, but as a kid, it's just like, oh, I like him, like he's cool, like he was like the, like the definition of cool. There's a few people that you would say that it's like, yeah, he was cool. And so, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, so like, you can agree to this, like, I, outside of, outside of like the biggest names, outside of Steve. Sean, The Rock, Flair, Hogan. And I loosely put Hogan into that. Outside of the biggest, outside of world champion, nobody, 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 nobody that is still breathing can pass away and is going to have the reaction of not just the wrestling world, but the regular world. The culture came out for him. Oh, yeah, they did. Everyone loves him. Everyone. It was on ESPN. Just like, hip-hop culture came out for him everyone like this like the streets were out and appreciating and paying homage people i know that are into vintage clothes sneakers uh people i grew up with people that like are not not casual fans they don't watch one wrestling show a year they're like r.i.p chico like it it was dope it was cool for me to see that yeah so like i said like he like he was like the definition of cool, like especially when like for me, like me and you, like we're six, seven, eight year old kids, and we're still kind of into like kiddie stuff. Like I'm in, I'm still like into Power Rangers and cartoons and all this other stuff. But it's like there's like this other like this adult that's like okay, like he's he like he's cool. So I could only yeah. pre I, like it was him, Nash, and DX in Austin in in The Rock. You like those guys are cool. Like I want to be like them. Like I want that shirt he's wearing. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do the air I'm gonna do the um, the airplane walk I'm gonna do that I want a toothpick in my mouth that's that, that's what it was with him and yeah. I haven't I didn't as you know I'm not a big 
meet and greet guy. I I'm real awkward at those because at times like you put the stuff time, on the table. You've so done I don't way know more of them than I have. What was that? You've done way more of them than I have. Really? Well, I, well, I may have been, but I don't always get autograph six. I don't. So like, what are you more of a pack guy? What was that? What are you more of a picture? I guy? was like more did, well, when I first started going. I was more of a pick guy, but like I would always get the combos. Like you might as well just get the combo. Get oh for sure, for get sure. the belt signed and. I wish I've done more of the pictures. The pictures in, in hindsight, I feel like is like it's the good memory to have. Yeah, like, and, is it cool that I have a big sign to Paul? Like, and I, I accept it because I was there the day Dan acquired the signature. That's why I like it's acceptable to me. Um like I don't, I don't, I don't want to go on eBay or I don't want to do a trade. Oh, you have something signed like a razor remote or something. Like I don't, I don't want to acquire. It. Like to me, this is cool because like I was ten yards away from Dan while he got it signed. So I was like there. It, it makes it a little more, I don't know, acceptable to me. But um, like one thing I cherish is <laughs> you. You did a combo. Actually, I don't even think you did. I don't know. Maybe you did a combo. I could be wrong. Do you remember when you met Cody or what you paid for? I don't. I know I got the belt signed, but I, I'm I, not sure if you got a. I'm not sure. Hold up. I'm not sure if we split it and we both got in a picture, or I, or I just, or what. I, but I know I paid for. I know I have an autograph. I'm 99 sure this is what happens. It was a Ring of Honor show. Yes. Ring of Honor show. Me and you go up to Cody. You're getting a belt signed. I am lit. <laughs> I am lit. And we've been hearing it for years that Cody looks like my cousin. So I go up to Cody. I, go up to I still have that video. I, th- I think I, I still have that video. I still have Cody, it. And Cody's signing your white IC belt. And I was like, yo, I was like, look, man, just want to, like, thank you. I probably, I think my line was, I want to thank you because you you're, you're making wrestling cool again. And I was like, but this is going to sound really weird. And I was like, you look, I was like, I got a guy cousin. You look just like, and I was like, you know, chick I was dating at the time, always said it, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, okay. And Cody looked at me and he's like, well, is he good looking? And I was like, there and I was like, so on the spot. I was like, well, we were young growing up. He always did good with wet ladies. He's like, well, that's not so bad after all. I'm like, and then I'm like, and um, he had the Ring of Honor, the current Ring of Honor world belt. And he's like, hey, do you want to see this? And I'm like, I'm complimenting the belt. I think I thanked him about bringing the classic IC title design back. And he's just like, hey, I'm not supposed to tell anyone, but they're debuting a new belt design. Yeah, he gave us our first scoop. <laughs> so he signs your belt, and then he's like, what's your name? And I was like, Eric. He grabs an 8x10 of himself, signs Eric to Eric. I have a sign oh, really? I didn't, I didn't see that part. I still have it. It's one of the, I have a handful of 8x10s. And at one point, because of the pro wrestling crate, I had 50 of them. But I think I've kept six. So Cody, I have him, you know, two air, signed by Cody. And then um, he's like, hey, so is this your boy? I was like, yeah. He's like, let's take a picture. So you have your IC belt just signed by him. I have his Ring of Honor belt, and we have a picture of three of us. And I, I cherish that picture because it's so dope how everything went, but I always feel guilty because it's like I don't know how many times like I can't find it in my photo album over the years, the, over the past four years, five years, however long it's been since that picture. I don't know how many times I've texted you. Can you send me the picture of me, you, and Cody? <laughs> Do you hey. need it again? No, nah, okay. I'll ask you in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, because like I, I don't remember. I don't remember what I paid for it. And it wasn't expensive. I know that. I'm pretty sure it was just a signature. I, I mean, maybe you did, and maybe he already knew it. But I'm pretty sure he just like combo was good, the vibe was good, and he's good at those signs. And he's just like, let's rock. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So like, I, 
I hijacked your photo op. Right. Won't be the first time. We have, we have a couple of nice pictures with a couple of guys. Um, so, like I said, we've been. I've been at conventions with Scott Hall. Like we were vending at a couple of them, a, a couple icons. So he has been there. So I, I never, I never went over there and spoke to him or anything like that. But but he always had one of the biggest lines in the house. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Him and him and Nash always had the longest lines for sure. Mm-hmm. But. It kind of gets me thinking, like maybe I gotta kind of stop being this, like socially awkward sometimes, just peeking and say, "Hey, you whatever," because like, because yeah. like these guys at these cons, they'll actually like talk to you. For, and it, while you say you're t- socially awkward, I gotta because uh, next week icons, I plan on going. Hardys are there. You can't say that you're socially awkward because my hindsight is me and you went up together, met the Hardys. I'm embarrassed though. Me and Jeff are socially awkward, and then you and Matt are in character, and it is the most <laughs> mark out. You and Matt are screaming, hardy guns, just over there like, I'm sitting there, I, I put like one belt down, I got one of them, I waved, I'm sitting there, I'm smirking, I'm like, does my cut look good, like, I look like crap in the picture, Jeff, Jeff looks like he's just fine in the picture, he just looks like he don't want to be there, and then you and Matt are on another different playing field. Yeah, that. Oh, great. Good times at that place, definitely. Speaking, but, uh, of, speaking of, some indie shows and Dynamite, Hardy's debut match, Jeff is wearing his last Mattel Elite, the top picks gear. So I got to mock one of those. I plan on getting him <laughs> the side. Oh, that's, that's cool. But, um, yeah, that, that, definitely I'm going to stop kind of like whenever I do go back to these cons because I'm kind of out of like autographs and SIGs for the most part. But however, go. Any going, chance you do icons next week? No, I can't. I gotta work, and it's Angel's birthday, so that's a good reason for you to go. Yeah, so, <laughs> so um, I, yeah, like, that's a pop for the boys. Yeah, so I definitely like next time I come, I'll just you know, like even if I don't buy anything, I don't think a lot of these guys really like dependent. Oh, Virgil, of course, but anybody, they don't really think they're gonna like push you to buy anything. But definitely wish I did. Um, I ha- I haven't gone through the rabbit hole or revisited any matches or anything, but. Definitely the SummerSlam ladder match and the WrestleMania ladder match with Sean always stands out. I think one of his more underrated matches was with Brett, I believe, at the Rumble for the world title in 93, I think. And um, Something else underrated, top three to ever sell the stunner. Oh, oh definitely. Definitely. And um, his match with uh, his stuff with Goldust because of the, the whole polar opposites thing. I thought it was really good. Thank so, R.P. Scott Hall, definitely like shocking. I was like, wow. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. Um, and I said, like, just like you, I enjoyed all the scene, all the pictures, all the studio shots of them with the beautiful black, black 90s IC title. Mm. And uh, I was a little upset because now, you know, one of the shirts I was looking for was that uh, Outsiders image, pic- image t-shirt. Uh, and it was already hard to find as it is. But now, and- forget about it. <laughs> um, well... I'm a supporter of the bootleg merch, and tomorrow that uh, there's a fly ECW shirt of him going over oh, the yeah. sale. Oh yeah, I I s- all over that. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm Oh yeah, I'm in the bootleg as well, but it's just the reprints that get me, and it's a reprint. Yeah, true. So like that. That's well, that different. ECW is not a reprint. No, it's not. It's a bootleg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bootlegs are cool yeah. with me. I, I, I have a, I have a lot of them, but definitely, definitely just a, a sad thing to actually deal with. And I did. I did have FOMO because I was holding out on buying this, but I did end up buying it. I saw a lot of people playing WWE 2K22 and posting Razor and Scott Hall. I ended up, I had some GameStop points 
in cash, so I ended up buying you just it. Got it. Yeah, you got I, I, I haven't played it yet, huh? You got a physical copy? They, it was sold out. Oh. Nobody actually, had them. I, I just swung by Dan's to pick up my signed Scott Hall. So I did see he was playing it. I did watch a couple entrances. It upset my stomach to see it in the Thunderdome or whatever the hell it was called. They have it, they have that arena in a regular arena too. Yeah. Um, cool. I, I look forward to seeing more of that. Um, the Steve Wiser's running through me. So I didn't open the show pro- uh, properly, but there's a few things to mention. Um, as I said, I just got that 2015-esque. Yeah, 2015 Scott Hall NWO ringside. So I was just on ringside getting a protective case story. And you know what I used? I typed in M Madness. I saved 10%. You should do the same. There's something you're itching to buy. As, as always. Into this, you know, just scroll up on your phone, go to the Safari tab. Just make sure when you're checking out, use code M Madness. Save your 10%. Yeah, and if you're watching on YouTube, smash that like button and subscribe, please. Smash that like twice, you know, and we've been saying in the past, so we're trying to get more content on there. That's, that's bound to happen. Um, again, this tonight, in the name of Scott Hall, the bad guy, Razor Ramon, this was me, the bad guy, X2 Fly, my Kevin Nash, Balo, ATM, Aaron Lloyd, Aaron Beckett, <laughs> the real, the real outsiders. Matt and it used to be like seven of us, and we the last two. <laughs> One more <laughs> for the good guys. Talking all of this madness, they talking all of they talking all of they hop on the top rope by the land with his elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist the Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the Vince man, it ain't safe to land. Off the cell, fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.